Hello and welcome to Inside the Mind of, a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. I, of course, am your hostess with the Moses, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. I won't do the I won't do the full thing. Um, <laughs> that's that's for the other show. <laughs> but my guest today, she is my co-host on She Elite Showcase. Yes. She's the Young Bucks Nation sensation, the fire breathing, the Rhodes family eating, the spice of life, the sassy senorita that I know. She's also the host of Insta, uh, Light the Fuse, and New Day Takeover. I'm getting all my shows confused now. I'm, of course, talking about Miss Y2 Garcia, Savannah. What's up, Katie? Yeah, this has been long time coming and that's finally happening very excited i don't know why i'm a little nervous too i'm just answering questions i answer questions all the time and this is and this is nothing new i mean we do a show every yeah. week together exactly but i don't know why it's just a little different but it's okay it's good it's, different i'll, it's I'll different survive because you're the one who has to do the most of the talking this time i guess that is true that is true <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fine but like okay so we start we start with a softball we start with an easy one and a question that oh. I know the answer to, but yeah. a lot of people might not know. So, we let tell the people how you got your start in podcasting. Oh, yeah. Like Katie said, of course, she knows because if we're doing, I'm not going to keep it short because, you know, I, I Katie needs content. But, you know, <laughs> the, the, the short answer is Katie got me into podcasting. But the long story longer story is um back in 2020 you know when the world was shut down and no one was doing anything everyone was stuck at home you know just worrying about not getting covid um i was thrown into a group chat with katie for a little challenge we did together on instagram it was the don't rush challenge like young bucks editions fun times it was honestly a really cool challenge it came out good both bucks like both bucks loved it and ever since then, like, we had grown closer to each other. Um, you know, I'm one of the few that Katie still talks to from that original chat. And Katie's one of the few people I still talk to from that original chat. Um, so much has happened. Um, obviously, I won't go into detail on that. But from there, that's how Katie and I met. And then we would talk just amongst each like, not directly one-on-one, but we would talk, you know, with each other, with other chat members. And it was fun. And Katie wanted to do a podcast, you know, you know, her origin story from how she started podcasting. And when she told us that she was going to do a podcast and stuff, I was really excited for her. And so I started watching. She's the reason why I started watching Smack Raw because of Katie. Because, <laughs> yeah, so you, they gained a new loyal follower because of Katie. Because I was like, I'm so happy for her. I want to support her. And sure enough, as time went on, she wanted to do her own thing. She wanted to host her own show. I believe she, when she hadn't officially became like a host yet, but she was hosting a Monday Night Raw recap. She had asked me to be on as like a guest. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And I realized how much I loved doing this. So when Katie finally decided to go and do her own thing, she asked me to be the co-host and I was super excited because, you know, this, she was, again, I say it all the time. She does all the work and she did do all the work. I just had to show up and, you know, I was able to incorporate my own stuff. Like Katie mentioned, like the Fuse, New Japan Takeover, but really she's the reason why I was even able to start doing something that I really love, which is podcasting. So if it weren't for her, I would not be doing any of this. 
You see, see what yeah. I do? See what I do for people? I, br- I bring, I bring new people into the world. Yeah, <laughs> you're my child. <laughs> yeah, you're her podcast child. You are my podcast child. And <laughs> it was actually, I think it was like a Survivor series recap or something because we didn't. Do you're it right. Live. We did. Pre- we did predictions. Yeah. We did Survivor series predictions. That was the first time Katie and I were like, like this. You know, just the two of us. The other time we had, I think it was Kevin with us. Yes. Yes. It <laughs> yeah. was Kevin um yeah what a time that was yeah but i remember you being super super nervous when we did survivor series and like i keep saying survivor series but i'm like that's what i'm like 90 percent sure it was it was i remember we were talking about like how lana was gonna be the lone survivor by just doing nothing and sure enough that's how it happened wow oh my god we predicted the future we did predict the future look at us freaking raven simone who yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it like Savannah said, we did a little bit of She Lead on Smack Draw. We did like eleven episodes over there. I like looked back. I believe so eleven. Which is crazy to think about. We were there for that long doing that. And then now you're here, guys. Now we're now we're here. We're our own thing. <laughs> we're our own entity. You know, exactly. moving up in the world. 181 YouTube subscribers. Ooh, we're getting there. Where, where two hundred? I every day. So like, I have a routine. It's like I check the email for the show. I check YouTube for like whatever, and like I look at views and stuff because I'm weird and I have problems. <laughs> and the past like few days, like I keep getting like emails being like, "Oh, this person subscribed," and I'm like, "That's it's it's a nice feeling, you know? People like watch yeah. our content and people like our content." Enough to subscribe also, because that means they want to come back for more. They want to see, like, when the next time maybe we'll upload something is. Exactly. And, you know, that kind of leads me to my next point. We've... I don't even want to count how many episodes of Sheely we have done on our own. Uh, It's been a lot. I know it's over 70. I can tell you that much. Yeah, already. Over a year worth of content between the two of us on Sheely. Do you have any favorite episodes? We kind of briefly talked about this when we did our one-year show. Um, favorite episodes? I don't know. Like, there's just... First of all, now that I'm being put on the spot, going back and thinking about it is definitely like, shit, now I gotta think of something. Yeah. Um, okay, a lot of them has to do with the fact, because, like, of the question of the week, those because those are always a lot of fun, and we had a lot of, like, chat interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, the one where we did, like... Like, again, we mentioned this in our one-year show like the candies as candies as wrestlers probably one of my favorite episodes um what is a confetti egg i think is one of my favorites because we just had a whole side tangent on confetti eggs and it's easter season actually so i see them i'm seeing the confetti eggs everywhere and people are making their confetti eggs so i'm just like oh it's so weird how like you know katie doesn't even have this shit at her walmart nope I do not. <laughs> she is correct. I should like if they weren't so fragile, I would probably like send you a carton just so like, you could see the wonder that is confetti eggs. But I mean, like so they're d- they're fragile though. Like they would probably come all broken. <laughs> like ah. just cracked cracked colored eggshells with confetti everywhere. Basically, I'd be sending you a glitter bomb, like an equivalent of a qu- glitter bomb. Basically, yeah, that's what you'd be sending me. So maybe maybe let's not do this. <laughs> maybe, maybe not, but yeah. <laughs> That's probably also one of my favorites. Um, the where, the one where we talked about, um, it was the same show we did. I believe it was like right after Dynamite. 
Um, it actually was right after Dynamite. Because we, Thunder Rosa had just won the championship, the women's championship. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the first time I cried on the show. Like, And I was just so happy for her. It's a moment that honestly sometimes I go back to watch. Because it's, again, it was a very surreal moment for me. And I do miss her a lot. So probably the, around like those three could be like a top three. I'm pretty sure if I went back and watched all of them, it would be a little different. But, you know, just thinking off the top of my head, those would have to be my favorite that i can think of at the moment i mean you all you know that you also are a big fan of when we do like our like our seasonal episodes like spooky showcase season showcase. that is true but i feel like those are a given because <laughs> everyone everyone loves those like spooky showcase we dress up seasonal showcase it's all things christmas we talk about christmas movies and stuff you know, you know spooky showcase we- it's the holiday season yeah season. Season. <laughs> um, in spooky showcase we recasted it which i thought was fucking hilarious we, we we're so we're going to hell we casted mjf as stan because they're both jewish i'm like we're going to hell we're going straight to hell i mean i could have told you i was at least going to hell so i that was like, nothing new to me I, I know, but I'm just letting everyone know. We know we're going to hell because know, of something like because of that. We know. We've been new, guys. It's okay. Yeah, we've been new. We're in the know. Don't worry. So one of my favorite things is since we live stream, anything and everything will happen. So with that being said, anything like any unexpected moments that have happened on the show whether it's she lead showcase with me and you or anything like the fuse new japan takeover um whether they were like caught you so off guard you didn't know what to do made you laugh hysterically made you cry the thunder rosa thing excluded because you knew that was going to make you cry (laughs) yeah um well I, okay, because I kind of knew it was going to make me cry, but I hadn't cried about the situation up until that point. And that was talking about um, Jay Briscoe, that, like, when Warner Bros. wouldn't, like, yeah. fucking, when they wouldn't let them give him a proper tribute show, like they did with Brody, because of, like, some shit he's apologized for in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I went kind of, like, on a rant about that, and I actually, I kind of started crying, and... um. I wasn't expecting to because again like talking about it before and like you know even the news itself it was of course sad but I hadn't cried about it until then so I guess you could say that was unexpected or um I believe I think this was before we started going like recording but we were live yeah it did happen um I had like a mental breakdown because I was like I, I vented to you like we were live already and I like vented to you about like all this shit that was going on Mm-hmm. And I cried. I cried a little before we even started. And it was, you know, it was bad when Matt told me he would take it easy on me and not make fun of the elite. Because he was yeah. like, all right, like, you know, mental health's important. I won't make fun of the elite. Mm-hmm. So that's how you knew it was pretty bad. Um, I wasn't expecting to cry right before the show then. Um, and no, crying is not the only unexpected thing that's happened to me. Um, there were a few times in the be- the very beginning that I started locking my door when I would my one of my family members would try to walk in and I'm like like stop I'm like looking off camera like leave like one of my my sister came in one time and she almost knocked my light over like I was like oh my god it's because the way the way I'm set up the lights like right in front of my door because like you know I'm it's across from me so it's like right next to my door so if you open the door and you don't know the lights there you're gonna tip it over and you know we're live we're doing the show and this happens and it almost tips so I got pretty pissed ever since then they 
kind of had the understanding of look i record at four ish and so don't bother me but just to be sure i lock my fucking door and i put my phone on do not disturb so that way no one fucking calls me like if it's a text i'll answer it because katie doesn't care if i go on my phone but like um just think if like there's an emergency or if something's happening they can text me and i'll i know i kind of know this like and i've told myself that like if i have to go i'll let katie know and i'm pretty sure she'll understand yeah but just to avoid anything like that phone is on do not disturb laptops on do not disturb and my door is locked because i'm like i'm not having any of this happen again the only other unexpected things that can happen is sometimes something falls or someone's screaming and you can hear it from downstairs but i don't think it's been caught before because no one asks well what's that and stuff so that's about there's times where i can hear stuff on my end in my headphone but like the audience can't like there's random like your neighbor's dogs barking i can always hear that but like the people watching and listening legit never can or they never say anything and i always thought that was so weird to me because i'm like well how am i hearing it but you guys aren't yeah that's or like the dogs barking like I'm pretty sure you could still hear them barking sometimes, but no one else could hear them, so I'm like, thank God. Yeah, it 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 doesn't make sense to me how it works like that, but that's okay. <laughs> it happens. And yeah. as, as someone who's cried on stream many a time, I understand. <laughs> it happens. To I did a whole episode live where I was crying the entire time. Throwback to Smack Draw. Oh, yeah, when you did the Brodie Lee tribute. Oh, that shit was hard to watch. Yeah. Just so sad. I I said I am never doing a tribute episode like that ever again, and I have stayed true to my word, uh, because that was the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life, and really fucked with me emotionally that day, so... Oh, I can only imagine. Hoorah. Yeah. So, when you're not being a Young Bucks mark, if you will, <laughs> or an elite mark. I'll use the lingo. A stan, a big fan, if you will. If you're not doing anything wrestling related, uh, and again, I also know the answer to these, but mm-hmm. tell the people some of your other hobbies that you like to do that you enjoy. Well, this isn't a hobby. <laughs> Trust me, it's nowhere fucking, it's not a hobby. But I am a full-time college student at the moment. I'm, like, on my third to last semester. I'm on spring break currently. That's why we're doing this right now. That's why we're doing this show. Yeah, so and not, I'm not like everyone who goes out and travels to the beach and shit for spring break. I don't do that. I stay at home. And I do extra credit for my French class by making zucchini gazpacho. That's what I do on my free time during spring break. <laughs> so, no, I'm not a cool person. I don't fucking care. I mean, look at my walls. This screams, you know, you're a geek for wrestling. But, um, yeah, full-time college student. Um, something I really do like to do, and I've kind of acknowledged it a few times on the show, but I absolutely love painting my nails if you're watching this is why you should watch you can see um i've changed my right hand a lot more often not only because they don't last as long because i use my right hand more Mm -hmm. but also because you know i don't do nail art on my right hand obviously i'm right-handed i can't do shit like much with my left hand but if you look i have different greens because you know saint patrick's day is coming up and it's march so i have different formulas but the same color and then the other one if you look at my shirt you can see it's like the little oil pastel thing that Matt Jackson did on being the elite ones. I did, I put that on my nails. 
Which is insane, the fact that you've got a whole, like, ass sunset on your nails. It took so long, Katie. Like, that's the thing. Like, I love nail art and I love painting my nails. Painting my nails easy, because, again, I just paint them, let them dry, that's it. But doing nail art, as much as I love it, oh my god, it is so frustrating sometimes. These took, like, four to five hours, and not because, like, oh, you know... It the steps. It's just repeating the same step over and over and messing up and messing up and trying it again and trying it again until you until it gets like not even good but like okay it'll do. Mm-hmm. And that's how long and that's what that's what happened with these because you have to do a gradient and what a gradient is is you paint your nail the the lightest color that you're going to use and then you paint the stripes on a makeup sponge and dab them onto your nail, and then hope that it comes out good. And if it doesn't, if it comes out like all like a blob. You're going to be doing this like me 15, 20 times. But yeah, that's it's still a hobby of mine. I collect nail polish. My favorite brand is called Hollow Taco because um, the creator is a YouTuber that I like to watch. Um, she loves nail polish too, obviously, I would hope so. And um, yeah, so that's honestly a hobby of mine that I actually got because of the pandemic. Because, again, we were just stuck at home. I wasn't doing podcasting yet. I had nothing to look forward to, really. And I would just watch this YouTuber's videos, like, binge watch them. I was like, and then I would see her do her nails. And I'm like, I want, like, and she, you know, was had her own brand. And I was like, I want some of that, you know, I want some of the nail polish. And I want to start collecting it. So I got my first ever, like, a little starter set, if you will. It's not, it's, it, that's not how it comes in the store. But, like, that's, those are the ones I received for as a Christmas gift. And it was, like one of like the newest collections like one polish from the newest collection and then a base in the top coat and ever since i tried that nail polish i was like in love and now ever since then i start collecting them and i paint my nails all the time i take care of my nails i used to never take care of my nails like they would just like be whatever like i would clip them but now i don't even clip them i file them i'm like yeah clipping's bad for your nails so i file them and it does take a little bit longer but it is a little bit better for your nails so yeah i'm a huge fan of nail polish doing nail art and stuff and something else but it is in connection with wrestling is makeup i like to do my makeup looks if you follow me on instagram which you should um i do my merch picks with my wrestling shirts with a matching makeup look sometimes i'll get a little more creative sometimes i'll just do quick you know same colors but i mean it still takes a bit and i've definitely kind of slowed down on collecting makeup other than like the stuff that i might need in the future like if i need a new foundation and stuff but as far as like eyeshadow palettes to do these looks i've definitely come to a halt because i just have i have like i think almost like 10 or 11 which i know isn't a lot I'm pretty, i know people have a lot more but it's a lot for me and even then i've not hit pan like the pan on any single one of them it just goes to show how much i have and you know a lot of the same colors too so yeah it's those are two of my biggest hobbies um other than that outside of wrestling wrestling is just my not just my hobby it's like your life it as you can see it kind of owns me a little <laughs> just 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 a little just just a smidge um, and like I, every time you do like merch picks i know people always anticipate uh, the makeup that you do with it so like once they see like if you put on like a close friend story on instagram like which shirt or like a sneak peek of your merch pics or whatever people get very excited because you you are very talented in that aspect i can't do Thank makeup you. for shit so seeing you be able to do that like you've done darby makeup you did the terminator kenny stuff like that one's probably my favorite it's Terminator. insane like 
I major props because I think I can't. I didn't make up like I do it for special occasions, and even then, it's like rough. Yeah, um, it does take practice though. Like I like also like sometimes I do think like I'll think of like oh you know I think this one came out pretty good or I liked how this one came out, but I also just kind of try to stay like all right, don't get too ahead of yourself because it could obviously. Um, one of my English teachers taught me that there's no such thing as perfection, which I do believe. So even like if you're like the best makeup artist out there or the best at anything out there, there's always you could always be better. You know, there's nothing. There's no such thing as perfect. And I know I'm definitely nowhere near as good as perfect. I see I see flaws. Like sometimes I see okay maybe this eye looks a little bigger than this eye maybe sometimes like I didn't use enough red here and this one looks a little darker but I mean sometimes you just have to bypass that and then learn the next time and sometimes you if you keep practicing you'll improve that's why I think I'm able to like you know and that's why I like to do my merch picks with makeup because it not only gives it gets some practice in but you know it can help for improvement you know because you know something I've learned growing up is if you don't use it you lose it so if I stop you know I'm pretty sure if I stopped for like a month I definitely would like for example my eyeliner I'd get very shaky hands it'd come out horrible I'd like my like my wings are still a little uneven but they'll be like noticeably uneven so it takes practice and it definitely didn't happen overnight like it's this took a long ass time to like if I could show you which I don't want to old pics of how I used to do my makeup how I used to, my nails used to look yeah you would not believe that I, it is the same as how it looks now <laughs> and, and even then I think yeah I was gonna say and even then I think I could like improve even more yeah I mean there's there's always room for improvement that's just that's in anything you do like that's just kind of just a given yeah and that's okay now I I am curious about how you're gonna answer this next one so oh, it's, no. <laughs> it's one of my favorite questions I ask people if you could have, like, okay, like, the table for three thing on, like, the network, except oh, it would be you and three other wrestlers, dead or alive, who are you picking and oh, why? God. That's hard, Katie, because, like, there's so many that I love. There's so many that it would be cool to have. Exactly. Especially since you say dead. Yep. But, like, honestly, look, as, you know, as hard as it is to, like you know, choose between all these wrestlers. Because for different reasons, you'd want to, like, at least I would want to, like, have a talk with any wrestler, you know, yeah. just because there's some questions I would have for certain wrestlers. But I'm going to keep it easy for myself also. Mm -hmm. um, pretty easy pick, honestly. Um, um, Hangman Page, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's one of my all-time favorites. Well, here's the thing also, because, like, I would probably be so nervous around them. I'd probably, like, not talk at all. Like, I'd just let them do the talking. That's okay. Like, oh, you're you're going to just, like, vibe in there just as, Yeah, like, even I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Out. Yeah. So, Hangman Page, definitely mm -hmm. one of them. Um, Kenny Omega, obviously. You know, I have the Kennys. Do I dare stroke one? No. Or... <laughs> no. And then, um, you know... I do have a favorite young buck, so I'm gonna go with Matt Jackson. <laughs> See, I had a feeling you would go this route, but I also uh, was interested to see if you would do, like, an Eddie, a Thunder Rosa. That would be cool, though, but, like, it would also be kind of stereotypical. I'm not here to give in to stereotypes. Well, those are your, those are two of your favorite people. That's why I was saying that. 
Yeah, that is true. And but that's what I'm saying also. And under in different circumstances, like if I had a table for three, like at a Chico's Tacos, yeah, I would definitely have Chico's Tacos with Thunder Rosa, Eddie Guerrero, and like Rey Mysterio. Like, Jesus. yeah. <laughs> but like if it's just very general, like in general, then yeah, maybe like I'll just go with my three favorites you know i think this might be the first time that somebody has been like well if i go to this specific place i want these three specific people yeah that's (laughs) how it would be with me like if i was at a coffee shop yeah i'm taking like matt jackson because he likes coffee i don't know who the fuck else likes coffee um i don't like coffee either so like maybe i'll just take matt that's it you know (laughs) that's all that's just the table for two um but like if we're going like you know if we're going to like you know area like southern areas like Cracker Barrel, I would take Hangman with me, you know. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it depends. Given the circumstances, I my answer would change. But since it's a very like general question, I'm just going with my top three. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. Like I said, not how I I had an idea. That's kind of how you were leaning, but wasn't sure how you were gonna do it. So, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Like <laughs> yeah. I said, first time that somebody's had specifics for specific places so that's a new one look at you go proud of you yeah look at me i'm an original (laughs) you are an original and so you kind of brought up a little bit of advice earlier when you said your english teacher told you there's not just thing as perfect things like that so you are very new still to podcasting you're a year and some change right yeah yeah so do you have any advice you want to tell the people watching or listening it can be podcast related it can be life related it can just be anything in general you would like the people to know um okay i honestly like any advice i would like to give um first of all have like there's a few things number one like always have someone or some something to turn to someone i have katie you know you don't know how many times i've called katie like crying because of some first world shit that i'm going through um something for me personally it's being the elite you know you guys think like i know i'm a mark i get it i don't fucking care what you say but here's the thing like there's a reason why i idolize these people so much you know they mean a lot to me they've helped me through sometimes when I'm just so mentally and emotionally drained, see, I'm gonna, no, I'm not gonna cry. I'm just thinking gonna, about it's it. Okay. It's like, it's okay. no, I'm not. But when I'm so drained and I just need a moment to like, just escape from reality, I just watch, uh, there's other YouTubers too. Like it, it depends, but like a lot of the times I find myself just watching an episode of being the elite, like a segment, a bit really quick. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, and you know, just the little laughs I can get from that, from these people, shows me that like okay like it just it eases me it kind of it calms me down it shows me that look all right you're okay now just you know you could take things one step at a time so yeah things like that find someone something you can go to and something that i've honestly lived by for um a while a few years because that's when i you know read it um i and you guys katie and others are not the biggest fan of chris jericho but i am and he has written a few books and in his fourth book he has the different principles of how he succeeded and got to where he is i love that book a lot because again it's also it's very inspiring same with the bucks book just reading their story and how they've gone through the roadblocks and stuff and still made it out on top you know it's it's inspiring so i recommend you reading any of those or any book that can you know inspire you help you feel motivated but in jericho's book specifically he has these principles 
that he follows or that helped him get to where he is today. And one of the the Jericho principle, which is like the second chapter, I believe, is believe in yourself or nobody else will. And that is something I do stand by because sometimes there's moments where maybe I can't go to Katie right away. There's times where I'm not home, so I can't watch Being the Elite. So, or I can't, or sometimes you just feel like nothing can, you know, fix it. Or sometimes you just feel stuck. Sometimes you just feel like there's no way out. There's no way, like nothing's going to help. Nothing's going to fix it. But I look at that principle and like when I feel some sort of doubt, I just kind of think about it and I'm like, all right, you know, it's a, it's a good, it's a good little phrase to live by. Believe in yourself or nobody else will, because if you can't even put a little bit of faith in yourself, how are are you going to expect others to put faith in you? So sometimes as hard as it is, trust me, I know it's a lot easier said than done. You have to give yourself a little bit of credit before others could give it to you. Sometimes that's just how it is. Sometimes maybe you'll give yourself a little bit, you'll believe in yourself, and then others maybe will kind of give you some encouragement on the way. Not because they're waiting for you to do it, but like it'll just happen that way. Things happen for a reason. Which is another thing I actually kind of live by. Like when shit does happen, it happens for a reason, you know? Like there's a reason why things, you know, happen the way they do. And uh, I kind of like, I know it's a little bit hard to believe and I think it's more superstitious than anything or some people might think that. But, you know, one, for example, good example I like to think of is, you know, at All Out, it was my first AEW event and I was really hoping that the Elite, especially because they were back together for like the first time in ages, they were, I thought they were going to have a meet and greet. I was like, this, like, there's no way. It's like, I felt like I got my hopes up and of course they didn't have one and I was pretty bummed because I'm like, I was convinced. I was like, I'm never going to meet either of them. Like, I was never meant to like meet any of them and then little did i know less than six months later in february i was gonna meet all three in the span of 48 hours Mm -hmm. so maybe like you know and i was able to give them their gifts and stuff and i was thinking like i kind of thought back and i was like if i did this at all out i probably wouldn't have been able to like give them their gifts or have like a little bit like a small moment the way i did with them when i was at the airport because there was only as opposed to having hundreds of people waiting in line and you're on a schedule because you know yet you're from a you have an allotted time slot from when you get there to when the signing's over. Yeah. You know, I had a little bit more, like, it was a little more freedom. It was a little more free to, like, I wasn't going to hold them up because obviously they have to get to the hotel, which was across the street, might I add. But, you know, they are obviously busy. So I was like, I didn't keep them for too long, but there was only, like, seven of us there. And I was the only, I was, like, one of two who were, like, all right, here for the Bucks. Because one other person was wearing a Bucks shirt. I was wearing an Elite shirt. And they really just asked for a picture and something to sign. I was really the only one who had something to give and wanted to talk to them for a bit. So I kind of couldn't help but think like maybe that's why I didn't it didn't happen at all out because it was supposed to happen here yeah. at the fucking airport. And little di- and then sure enough, I got like a shout out on being the elite that next episode, you know, the next Monday. So it's just I'm like it, things kind of things work in a weird way, like yeah. it's and sometimes they work out. In, well in the end but again it's just it's a weird journey yeah i oh i 100 percent agree things definitely do happen for a reason uh like karma is a thing that people i i always i say it all the time I'm like that's karma if somebody if you're a bad person you do something bad and something bad happens to you that's karma it's like that kind of thing and like things do happen for a reason you're 100 percent correct whether that be mm-hmm. good or bad things Bad things do happen too, unfortunately. That's the world we live in. Yeah. But a lot of the times, it's good things that happen for a reason. And fate is definitely a thing that 
I am fully behind it and luck. It, some people don't believe in either of those things, and that's fine. I am definitely one of those people where I'm like, oh, it's luck that this happened. It's fate that this happened. Yeah. I mean, pandemic, as bad as it was, and as bad as it still kind of is, the pandemic brought me and you together. Yeah, it wouldn't. That would not have happened. It brought me like a new group of friends to talk to, and that I talk to all the time. It brought this creativity out in people. So it, things do happen for a reason. If there was no pandemic, there'd be no podcast. Yeah, or just like things can come from like the weirdest situations, you know. <laughs> like you said, the pandemic. Like little did we know we were going to be in a podcast together. You know, but before the whole pandemic happened. Honestly, who knows? I didn't. I didn't even really know you until the pandemic. We didn't follow each other. I don't think until that, like that, until like the pandemic. Until we got put into that chat together. I don't yeah. think we were following each other. I, don't I was think only so. following like I was following like two people, maybe three. Yeah, because I, I, like, just recently made that Instagram, like, right before the pandemic. So I was like, okay, I don't want to, like, bother my friends with, like, wrestling-related things. So I, like, yeah. started that Instagram for that. It's, like, the same reason why I have the wrestling Twitter that, like, I use all the time. Because I was like, I don't want to bother friends with all this wrestling stuff, so I'll just make news. I just, I just kind of stopped giving a shit. I was like, you know what? If you, That's like, I have family and stuff who follows me, like, on my Instagram, and I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, I like wrestling, and you should know that, so. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly think, for me, I like having two separate ones, because then I can kind of just, like, put all of my attention, all my wrestling stuff, all of the things. Into one want. area. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You talked about books, how Jericho has many a book. How the Bucks yeah. have a book. If you, Savannah, oh lord, can or could write an autobiography of your life, whether it's your entire life, it can be your life right now, it can just be a segment of your life, what have you, what would be the title and why are you choosing that title? Dude, I don't know when I would choose my title. This is hard because, like, it could be anything. And I think it also could depend on what, like, you know, you said, like, it could be a segment. It could be your, in like, entire life story, mm -hmm. you know. Um, or it could just be, like, you know, I don't know. It could, there's many, I think it, it varies, you know. It depends on what exactly you're talking about. Because if you're not talking about your whole life story, maybe don't, like, start, like, don't incorporate something that can reference like the beginning when you're not really talking about that mm -hmm. um i would probably want to include my my like not, like not stage name but like my online name with you know y2 garcia i would hope that jericho or the wwe does not sue me for that because you know the y2 part i'm using two a number and a letter that literally anyone can use and then it's my last name so i would hope not i would assume um I would probably want to do something based off that. I don't have an exact, like, yeah, I That's would okay. do it like this. But I think for sure, like, I'm pretty sure I'll have the answer to this at some point in the future. Who knows? But for now, I would just want the title to have um, my um, user in it. Because um, I've told the story, I think, a couple times. 
um, as to why I, my name is Y2 Garcia. And, um, I, I was in like that phase, I was like middle school, early high school phase where like, I was changing my name like all the damn time. And I really wanted something that'll like stick, like yeah. something that I'm going to go by. That is going, that's how people are going to know me. That's how like when I get all these notices, not really, but like, you know, they'll know like the name, they'll know the user. And I was still like stuck between like, what should I do? I was kind of like doing like PW, like pro wrestling dot Garcia, like around something like that P one for like eight, like AJ dot Garcia. Like I, I've kind of bounced around different names. And then finally I kind of settled on Y2 Garcia. I didn't expect it to be the name, <laughs> but it just kind of happened. It just kind of stayed. Well, I was going to probably change it again at some point if I thought it's something better, but it was just like a holder name in the moment. And then again, early, I was a freshman in high school. I remember because I was in math class. Um, we were, it was a free period. Um, the teacher wasn't there and the sub had no idea like what was going on. So we were just like doing whatever on our phones. I had no friends in that class. I had like maybe four friends in high school in general. So like, and I had like almost no classes the into my entire high school life with them like maybe one or two here and there so that class i had no friends so i was pretty deep into my phone watching like you know that's where i like watching kenny on new japan i would you know watch youtube videos whether it's about like wrestling or not mm-hmm. and i decided to go on twitter i was still pretty new to twitter and um i decided to tweet a picture or not tweet a not tweet a picture. I just made like a tweet and I tagged Jericho in it, and um, he retweeted it. Which that's not the reason why um, I go by that name, but it's what happened after that. So obviously, when someone retweets your tweet, every single person that follows them will see that tweet. And Jericho has like millions of followers, so of course a bunch of people are gonna see it. And so, um, someone did see it. And they, it's because at the time, my profile picture was me standing next to a Dean Ambrose cutout, like doing the same pose. We were at WrestleMania Access. I was waiting in line. And I, we were, around that time, I was new to Photoshop. I was like a newbie. I was like intro, you know, level. And so I was messing, I would mess around with it. And so I decided to color my hair pink in that picture because I was, again, I was new to Photoshop. I was just playing with it. And I thought it looked so cool because, again, like I was I was wearing all my Dean Ambrose stuff. I was sitting next to the cutout and I did it pink because when Mox had the pink hair, I was like, oh, this is so cool. So I, that was my profile picture. And someone saw that, screenshotted it, tweeted it back to me and said, asked me if I had mental issues. And I was like, what the fuck? So I, I, I clapped back. I said, no. He said, how was your like, he said, how was your like mind? Do you have like problems right now? Like, I guess he was questioning like my sanity. Yeah. So I replied, I said, no, how's your IQ? It must be lower than that comment you just made. And so what, I guess one of his friends or something replied to me saying, oh, Garcia, huh? Cause you know, my, my two Garcia, he was like, he saw my name and he was like, oh yeah. You know, when Trump becomes president, he's going to deport your ass. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like genuinely offended. Like if I, if I got that now, I'd be like, that's hilarious, bro. Like, but like, I was genuinely offended. I was like, deport me for what? I honestly wasn't even like in the know about what he was talking about i and then i kind of educated myself and realized oh shit because my last name is garcia he thinks i'm mexican and he thinks i'm illegal and he thinks i'm gonna get deported i'm like dude first of all i was born here you were born. i was born in the united states all right like i know i live in a border city but it was still on american soil okay sure. so 
ever since then, I decided to not only keep Y2 Garcia, but I did want my last name in there, you know, Garcia, because I, someone tried and actually kind of succeeded at making me feel bad because of my family name, because of where I come from, because of, because I'm Garcia, not because I like Jericho, not because I made a, a stupid comment to someone being mean back, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of that. They saw my last name, which had nothing to do with the conversation, and used that against me to offend me. And it kind of worked. I was, like, what, 14 at the time? You were young. So I kind of reminded myself, and I kind of used that as a reminder. Like, I'm never going to let anyone ma- try and make me feel bad because of my last name. Because my gar- my last name's Garcia, and I'm Hispanic. Like, fuck that shit. Like, no one's going to make me feel bad for my family name anymore. Because let me tell you. My family fucking rocks, and you wouldn't know because you just judge someone just based on their name. There's so many fucking white people names that I know who fucking suck, but you don't see me judging you because you share the same last name as them. But then it was uh, it was a little funny because then someone thought I was related to some Mexican artist who also had the last name Garcia. I'm like, no, it's actually a pretty com- it's the most common Hispanic last name. <laughs> but no, I'm not related to this mariachi who's. Last name is also Garcia. I'm not, but it's it's cool if you think so. But yeah, that's why I would also want that in the book if I were yeah. to publish a book. Yeah, no, that, and like it's okay that you don't have like a legit actual title yet. Title. Like that's okay. Not everyone I, does. I've had people who like describe the cover. It 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 really this question like kind of just has a mind of its own, and people take it. They take liberties with it, and that's fun. Like, everyone's going to answer that question differently. Not everyone's going to have the same answer. If everyone had the same title of an autobiography, then we might be having some issues. <laughs> It'd be a little suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so for the next month or so, because I told you this is going to come out next Monday, tell yeah. the peoples, the peoples, um, <laughs> anything you have going on, whether it's you're planning on doing an episode, um, anything like that. Um, okay. Um, I'm still- Okay, no, if it's going up on Monday. Okay, then this should be up by then. I was gonna talk about the Light the Fees episode that I still need to upload. But, um, as far- I wanna try and just get at least, especially while I'm on spring break, at least- at the very least record an episode of Light the Fuse and the New Japan Takeover because, again, I'm on spring break. This is probably my only available time to actually do it without having to work around school. That's mostly what I have going on. Like I said, I'm a full-time college student, and even then, I'm like, during this spring break, I'm going to be working on stuff for one of my classes. So mm-hmm. um, there's really, like, you know, and then, of course, like, I still want to try and do my nails and stuff. So, like, there's still like quite a bit to like to do and honestly like it's just also finding a guest to do something with me so that's basically what i'm probably gonna have in the near future that that's okay that's fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah there's nothing wrong with that all right savannah now is your time to shine i always allow people to ask me anything they want to know about me granted you know a lot about me anyways and that's okay but if there's something podcast relating professional uh personal anything you want to know about Mm -hmm. me or ask me anything you know i'm an open book so feel free to ask all right um we're trying to think of something really quick um okay okay hold on because i like you again you're an open book i am okay um honestly like 
what were your first thoughts about me and has that changed from when we first met to like now good or bad you know like if you okay if, unless maybe you think ouch i know you don't but unless you think badly of me now then don't don't say that but like you know when we first met you know like what were my first impressions and like how is that has it changed since or like do you like yeah that's basically oh, so keep it at that like, I, I know what you're trying to say i i understand yeah. what you're saying <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, so when we first met, I think I was, like, one of the oldest people in that group chat, right? It was, like, me, Brooke, and Jermaine. Like, we were the three oldest. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, God, I'm dealing with a bunch of children. Which, it's the story of my life. <laughs> I deal with kids all the time. You work with, are you old, tired, and working with fucking children? Exactly. Um, so I, I was, like, I didn't really talk in there anyways. I was very much, like, it's the same thing now. Like, I, I'll check that group chat every once in a while, but like, <laughs> yeah. I don't really say anything just because I really, nine times out of ten, don't have anything to contribute to the conversation. So. Yeah, you're, you're good. But, like, I always, I always see it. I'll scroll, and then you guys go on tangents on, like, Wednesday, so I'll just, like, hit the bottom and then kind of just scroll for yeah. a Uh Which, that's fun. I don't care. Um, but back from the original group chat, uh, like you said, I didn't really talk to a whole lot of people. Me and you kind of, it was more so when I said, oh my god, guys, like, I'm gonna be on a podcast, I'm so excited, and you were one of, like, the only people who really supported me and, like, were happy about it. Yeah. So, there was instantly a bond there, because I was like, okay, cool, so, like, she also might be liking podcasting kind of stuff, um, because I didn't have a whole lot of friends in the podcasting world yet. Cut to now. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, you're, you're like you're like the queen bee of podcasting. I wouldn't go that far, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I finally asked you to be on one with me, you were very timid, you were very shy. Oh, wow, that has changed. <laughs> oh, boy, that has changed. Sometimes I have to reel you in. <laughs> you, are, you are outgoing no, like, in the best way. Even, like, yesterday, like, hey, take it easy. I was like, hey, yo, take it easy. It's not our show. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... You can't, you can't do that here. Yeah, I was like, on our show, fine. But, like, take, take it easy. Huh? And it's so it's more so just, like, I've watched you grow, like, just as a person and as a podcaster in general. So I've I've seen you at your lowest. You have seen me at my lowest. Yeah. I've, and I've seen you at the highest of highs, and you've seen me at the highest of highs. So, like, we, we've gone through a journey together. It... I always say, like, yeah, Sheleet is my baby, and I've put a lot into this, um, but there, you're also a part of that. You're a part of that journey. I mean, I'm the logo- the baby. You're my podcast child. <laughs> yeah. You're a baby that helped create the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, this that sounds so bad out of context. Don't, don't take it out of context, then, weirdos. <laughs> you all know what I mean. We yeah, always we joke do. that Savannah is a child. She's 21. Turning. Turning 22. Uh, uh, yeah, but to, like, Jesus, I'm turning, what, 90 <laughs> Yes. Like, we always joke. And, like, I turned 27 this year. So, like, you're not wow. that much. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're not that much <laughs> younger than me, but we we treat you as, like, the the child of the friend group. And, like, it's all out of love. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's... From meeting you two, three years ago at this point, you very shy, very 
close centered, like you didn't open up a lot, and I didn't either, to now where we just fucking go back and forth and bullshit about whatever on Gleet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's where we were and where we are now. You, Like I said, you have grown as a person, you have grown as a podcaster. I am proud of everything you have done. Oh, you're welcome. So that is that is how the impressions have changed. Nothing has been bad. It is all good. Yeah. Oh, it's because like I don't think your opinion of me changed or was going to change, but like what happened in like August of like 2020 when all that shit just hit the fan, and that's basically what uh, killed the original group chat. God, I was, I was like, about that. that was. That was my biggest fear, that I was going to lose so many friends that I have made because of something that someone had to say that was not true. It was not, like, and you knew it wasn't true. That's why, I, like, I was not that worried that, like, you were going to, like, friend dump me. Oh, I knew that that other person was just scummy and not trustworthy. I could tell. I have, I'm a pretty good judge of character. So yeah. I knew when, like, shit hit the fan, and mind you, again, I'm an adult dealing with fucking children. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, this is just, like, high school bullshit that has escalated to something much deeper than that. And I, I knew that you weren't in the wrong for anything that happened, so it's all good. Yeah, well, I'm glad, was, but that wasn't my worry, not just with you, but, like, a lot of friends that I had made, I'm like, yeah, people yeah. are gonna, like, start thinking that I'm, like, this, this, the way this person tried to portray me to be, and that was not the case, like, I, like, promise, like, pinky promise. Yeah, and, like, that person has had, had multiple chances, and fucked up every time, so. Yeah. And, yeah, and this is coming from Katie, probably the most reasonable person in that chat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't pop off much, but when I when I when I spoke up in that original group chat, I made sure everyone fucking listened. It was so cool in the beginning, but then it just went to drama. Like, someone was offended by something which was never intended to be offensive. Mm-hmm. I was like. So honestly, I'm so glad that group chat is dead. It's honestly maybe a little bit liberating because, oh my god, like 15 plus people in one chat. Absurd. It got a lot. And then if you miss a lot, then you are you missed out. And oh, so. Oh. Yeah. But it time. is where I met some of my best friends, including Katie. But like, you know, of course, I'm talking about like Jaylee and Brooke and stuff. So it like, if it, 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 ha- it I'm glad it happened because again, I wouldn't have met some of my closest friends, including Katie. But oh my god, I'm so glad that chat is like, Dead. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, that group chat. Jesus. Oh lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to ask me or know about me? Um, I did actually have another question. Okay. But oh, okay, okay. Would you actually? I'm not saying this as like an open invitation. I'm just saying this like hypothetically speaking. Don't think I'm inviting you, but. I'll just say, would if the possibility ever presents itself, would you ever come to Texas? Yeah, I like to travel. Yeah, because I was like, it would be cool. Because I know, like, even they've asked us, like, would we ever like meet up twenty twenty three and stuff? Which I mean, it would be cool. But I'm like, obviously, I am in no financial like. There's no way I could make it happen, but yeah. it would be cool. But I think the way the, the best way I could make it possible, if that makes sense, to meet up, like at least for a first time meetup, is if like we met up somewhere like East Texas, because that's probably like the cheapest I could possibly afford a flight. Yeah, and 
that question has been brought up a lot uh, to both myself and you. Um, yeah. Have you guys met yet? Like, what's, what are they like we in person? We need to. Uh, we yeah, need to we meet, do. but... <laughs> it, it will happen. Probably not this year, because I am doing a lot of traveling in a short span of time. Yeah, um, no, and I'm, I'm still... Again, I'm still, still in college. Yeah. So. so, once we figure that... Guys, you will know when we meet in person. Oh, yeah, we will not shut up about it. We Hey, there might even be an impromptu show. Depending on yeah. when we meet up. Impromptu Sheely Showcase. Even if it's just like us, both of us sitting in front of a laptop or something. And which we like, could do. That's, I have done, I have done shows in worse conditions than that. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, eventually we will meet. How that will come about to be determined. TBD. TBD. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm trying to eventually cross off every state on my bucket list. Uh, I have That's never cool. been to Texas. In any way, shape, or form. They has. Never been there. Um, Like, I get to cross off Louisiana this year because I'm going to Nolens. So I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Damn. Very excited. My state list is a little low, like, on where I've traveled to. You're a child. (laughs) I know, but, like, like, I see people have been here and here. I'm like, oh, okay. I've been to some cool places, but, like, I would love to expand on it. And you, like I said, you're young and you will definitely have... I didn't really start fully traveling, ironically enough, till like 2021. <laughs> that's the first time I got yeah, to go that's, to Vegas, I'm trying to, so. I'm trying to hold on to that. Like, I know people, like, I obviously there's no rush. I'm 21. There's still, like, but, like, everyone always is like, do things in your 20s. That's the best time to do this. I'm like, I am in my 20s and I'm still a pro college student who can't afford to do anything. It's it's more so the fact, like, I didn't really start doing anything till after I graduated college, so. Yeah, you just, have the time. And yeah, it's everyone will say, enjoy your twenties, do stuff in your twenties, and that's true, and that's what I'm doing because I am at the point where I make my own money, I have the funds and the means, and if I can do it, I'll do it. It's it's yeah. a lot of treating yourself, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and that happens, and you're allowed to, and you will get there. You will have the yeah. opportunity to treat yourself, be like, oh, there's a plane ticket to a place I want to go, and a cheap place for me to stay, I'm in. You will get yeah. that opportunity. One, I, like I said, once you're done with school, game on. Yeah. So, you got time, well, baby, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to ask me? Tom. I don't know honestly like because you already know everything so it's hard yeah there's there's a lot i know about you but i was gonna say like you know um well also, also, honestly this is also like a little general question it kind of has a combination to do with like the last one but like for example it's obviously it's a little easier said than done because you know you have your own life clearly but like let's let's say the time comes when i do make my own money and i'm able to afford to go places the biggest, honestly, roadblock for me would be that, like, my parents wouldn't want me going by myself, but I really don't have, like, many IRL friends to, like, take with me. So, like, for example, let's say there's, like, a show that I want to go to, like, and let's say it's, like, in, I don't know, fucking Virginia. <laughs> would you go to Virginia with me? Like, I said, look, I'm going with a friend, and, like, my dad knows who you are. So if I said, like, oh, I'm going with Katie, like, I'm pretty sure there would be a little more, like, security. Like, all right, she's not going alone. So, yeah. if, like, could I, like... You could be like my wingman to like go with me to like. Hey, like, listen, look, I'm taking Katie. I 
I Virginia's only like a five six hour drive for me, so that's nothing bad oh, at all. Fucking must be nice. <laughs> Listen, that's also the same thing to get to the other side of my fucking state. So like it, it's a it's a weird situation. But, yeah, like, my mom still gets very worried if, like, when I went to Vegas, she was very much worried about me, because I did go by myself, but I was meeting people there. Like, I met DC, and, like, the first time I met Reek in DC, and, like, I told her, I was like, yeah. I have friends who are going, they will be there, but I will be doing the traveling part and staying by myself, kind of thing. And she did get very worried, my mom cares about me. I'm the baby of the three kids, so, like, mm-hmm. she wants me to be okay, rightfully so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I also, Papa Garcia, hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> if he watches, hello. Uh, yeah, like like I said, like especially because your dad knows me, and if if I have the f- the means and I am free, yeah, easily. Like, I would obviously, like, talk to you before, like, all right, Katie, we're going here. Or, I want to go here, Katie. Can you make it? Like, no, yeah, I already got the Yeah, I would need a little home. bit of an uh, advance. <laughs> Maybe, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't just, like, drop it on you. Like, Katie, guess what? Yeah, if I got, like, a month or two notice, uh, that'd be fine. I mean, hell, I bought a SummerSlam ticket, a hotel, and a plane ticket with, like, three weeks before the event, so. Damn, that's I, crazy. I, I, listen. I know how to I know how to splurge and I know how to I ball on a budget so like I I, I can figure things yeah. out, but yeah if if you ever needed that, just let me know I needed I needed a little advance gotcha. but I'm down. <laughs> All right, cool. Don't worry. <laughs> like I said, I understand that some mama worries. Yeah. I get it. Anything else? I think I'm good for now, because I know I can just <laughs> ask you whenever the hell I want, like, any other questions I might have, like, hey, Katie, by the way. You, you realistically could, and that's, like, one of the things about this is some people just want to know, like, trivial things about me, and that's okay. Some people want to yeah. know all about my podcasting stuff, and that's okay. I just always think it's fair that I get inside the mind of other people. Uh, there, there was, there was a whole episode to get inside of me, but that's, you don't need to go watch. Nobody needs to go watch. Uh, there'll eventually will be a part two to that, uh, where I will not be doing shots after everyone. Um, I've kind of been toying with that idea that I eventually this year, I do want to do like a part two to that. Some different questions, more people involved in it. So that will be happening sometime this year. I just got to. Uh, get some kinks out of it and then you know iron out the kinks mm-hmm. that's the phrase <sighs> it's been a long day <laughs> three o'clock it's been a long day <laughs> it's only one where I am well yeah cause remember I'm in the future yeah you are in the future I am Easter time Easter time that's correct that's me Easter time <laughs> All right, Savannah, uh, anything else you want to you wanna talk about? I honestly don't know. Like, I think I'm good because I'm like, again, when I'm put on the spot, I'm like, that's a good question. I, my mind just goes like blank. I, I understand. If you don't, that's fine too. Yeah, I think I'm good. I mean, I'm pretty sure like we kind of, 
I don't know. I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Like, I think I'm good. Just to keep it at that. I'll, I think I'm good. I'll save you. I'll save you. Well, thank yeah, you thank so you. much, Savannah, for joining me. <laughs> thank uh, you for having me. Of course. Hope I didn't mess up too bad. No, Savannah, you were, you were fine. I promise you. Yeah. There's there's no wrong way to do this. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just messing. But still, I'm like, I don't know what. Yeah, I'm you just, just like, Ugh. You're just not used to talking about yourself and doing a whole episode where you basically have to talk. With yeah, someone basically. else there, but I didn't really do a lot of talking, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like usually, you do the talking, then I'll just add on with my own thoughts after you did the talking. Yeah, I have time to like gather my thoughts then. Exactly. So the tables have turned a little bit, and that's okay. But you the get turn table, yeah. How the turns table? Yes. Well, Savannah, <laughs> tell the people where they can find you. Don't worry, I'll do like the whole show plugging for you. You don't have to do that part. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at y2garcia underscore. If there's no underscore, it's not me. Like I said earlier in the interview, you know, when I do my makeup and stuff, when I do my nails, all that's on my Instagram. So you should go follow it if you want to go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I will I will bring up your shows during this. Don't worry. Yeah, that's what I thought you were. So I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna. I'll bring. I won't bring. I you got up. you, baby. I got you. I've been doing this for a while oh, now. At this you. point. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at katierasson13. The link tree in my bio to get all things Sheila Showcase. Twitch.tv/sheila/showcase, where you can find us live typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern ish, <laughs> about 6 15. Because I'm I'm always late. It's my fault. Samantha is always late, and I love her for it, but it, it happens to the best of us. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. I'm glad you say it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash Sheila Showcase. We always say watch the videos because they are way more entertaining. Anchor, that Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen. Like we have been bringing up this entire time, Sheila Showcase is the brand and the weekly show that we do together inside the mind of that you're currently watching. Hi, hello, how are you? Um, in the crowd, currently on hiatus. I'm not really going to focus on that this year. Storytime with Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. There's a new one out. I will be doing a new one soon about my first AEW show where I met Savannah's favorite person ever, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh, it'll be a great story. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> and then Savannah has also brought up the fact that she does Light the Fuse and New Japan Takeover, which you can watch previous episodes up on the channel. And, of course, a huge shout-out to Heel Tactics Justin, who has created the music for all of the shows I just mentioned. He's a yeah. musical genius. We love and appreciate him oh so very much. Well, Savannah, uh, this has been fun. Wow. Uh, it has been. <laughs> uh, it's almost like I will see you on Thursday. It's crazy. This is the most I've seen you consecutively. Like, we saw each other Thursday, Sunday... Monday and now Thursday again. It's the, the, a lot of times we see each other. I'm pretty sure you're sick of me already. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but thank you everyone so much for watching and listening. We appreciate it. Till next time. Bye-bye.